So there's a kava bar, and I don't, kava doesn't get you the way that like bars do, you know? Yeah, it's not real alcohol. Yeah, and then so they have two parts of the menu. Hold on, Hold on. you can't curse during the theme song because I can't edit it out. <laughs> okay, all right. All right, I'm just gonna, I'll just bleep the theme song. <laughs> what is kava? Kava is like a root that they grind up and it relaxes you a little bit. Like ayahuasca. Like, no, no, nowhere near that. Like, like, like it just tea. Makes, your, makes your body kind of feel numb for a little bit. Yeah, the back of your throat numb. Ayahuasca is a root, though, right? Yeah, but that makes you trip, bro. This stuff just makes you kind of lay there. So they had a $15 drink on the menu and. It was called the Ernest Hemingway. It was called right? the Ernest Hemingway. And I'm like, word. So I pounded it and it just tasted like. I don't know, like Bath and Body Works soap. <laughs> yeah, actually, no alcohol. How are you gonna call something an Ernest Hemingway martini and have no alcohol in it? They call yeah. it a martini. Yeah, it should at least be like a bag I of wine down. or something. Jesus. Good morning, and Aloha Biscuiteers. Welcome to the one, the only, the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Boop boop. That's what the recorder's for. <laughs> oh, no. In the studio today, we have the one, the only, my co-host, my cohort, my co-something, Vincent Fody. Vincent Fody, welcome to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Thank you. Welcome to my bedroom. I am so happy to be broadcasting live in the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater right here on 333 Dairy Road on 88.5 KAKU, <laughs> the voice of gravy. Yes. We are recording inside the Biscuit Bunker, being rebroadcast at the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater. And because... We are all fully vaccinated now. We're going to be allowed to go back into the studio. Into the studio. It's been, what, over a year since we've been live on I the know. radio? I know. It's almost like COVID is detrimental in real life. Who would have thought? Yeah. So Verdict's I'm, not out yet. I'm God looking forward forbid. to that. And also, since we're both vaccinated, I can pull up that cool um, Microsoft app on my phone. Oh, yeah. And then I can track you and see where you are at all times. That's great. So, so it's a good way to keep tabs on you as my well. My girlfriend's very happy. She's oh. like, what are you doing at Jack in the Box again? <laughs> we have a really great show today. I'm super excited. For the first time in a year and a half, we have a really great guest. More on that later. We have a guest. But yeah. we haven't this is the first time we've what? ever had a guest in the bunker. Yeah, why, Doug. Why are we doing more on me later? Why don't you just introduce me? Because no one likes you. Just, and wow. I need to let the show Jeez. Let's read some ads, right? Is understand that, what we're about to do? that we are underwritten in part by Clay Aiken's Pottery Palace. When you're aching for some clay. Today's show is also provided in part by Benedict Cumberbatch's Dictionaries. Have no worries with Benedictionaries. Coming up in the show, we got Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. We got Spoiler Alert because Vince is a loser and watches all the TV. And I'm a winner and don't watch TV and he needs to spoil things for me. There's so much TV out there There's that, so much good I TV can't that I'm watch, messing up on. But I try to watch as much as I can. Yep. We're going to do Gluttony Club. Ooh, baby. We got mm. Comedy Corner. And speaking of which, we're so happy to have in the Biscuit Bunker today one of Maui's own fantastic comedians, one of the, the starters of Power Up Comedy. I would not be in comedy. I would not be in radio without you, my young man. I'm so welcome to you to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Sonny, Sonny Dennis, how are you doing today? Well, thank you so much for that lovely introduction. I'm doing good, man. I like your uh, your circus entertainer vibes here. So good. I want you in a top hat, mm -hmm. yelling at lions and telling people to... The, the Three Biscuit Circus. <laughs> <laughs> I do got the mustache for it, and I'm really thankful to have you here. So do you know what Biscuits and Gravy is? Yeah, it's uh, it was a cooking show that it took place in Akaku many years it ago. It started <laughs> as a cooking show. That's how I pitched it. <laughs> Hold on, let me play the song. Cooking and comedy, watching stuff on TV, porn and conspiracies, biscuits and gravy. All right. 
That's right. Nothing but cooking and comedy. Watching Sonny stuff on couldn't TV. couldn't hear that. Yeah, I don't have headphones porn on. Porn and <laughs> conspiracy. He doesn't have headphones on. But Super Biscuits cool. and gravy. He doesn't get level. to hear all the really awesome sound effects I'm playing right now. I can see the I got a question. I just I just played a really loud sound over everything you just said. That's been plaguing my mind all morning, Vincent Fodi. It's been plaguing my mind all day, Sonny Dennis. Okay. Thinking about dudes. And, of course, and it's, the question is, man, are you feeling good on a Wednesday? I'm, I'm feeling good on a Wednesday. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Right now the song's playing in the background. Awesome. But at an appropriate mm. level. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I'm just realizing that I have had Hello? kava. I had a kava chocolate bar that I won as uh, it was one of the prizes for trivia night when we won trivia. Oh, yeah. nice! Yeah, what a, what a terrible trivia prize to receive. I won a nice uh, hat. No, it was actually pretty awesome. It made my mouth numb. Yeah, what's fun about that? You, you, Novocaine can do that. Yeah. Who's giving out Novocaine? But Novocaine doesn't taste like chocolate. When you put chocolate in it, it does. Oh yeah, I guess so. Mm, Novocaine. So I know our biscuiteers at home are wondering. Our gravy gals are very curious, okay? Whether you're at home, in work, or crocheting in your bathtub, they want to know, Sonny Dennis, what's going on, man? Well, first of all, I think gravy ladies rolls off the tongue a little better. Gravy ladies? Oh, yeah. the gravy ladies. The gravy ladies out there in the biscuit boops. You know, it starts with a B, but we can't say it on the radio. Oh, yeah. I could yeah. probably say it, though, because we censor this stuff later. We do. By the way, today's show is brought to us by Tom Brady's Gravy. All the ladies want Brady's Gravy. Thanks It'll deflate your hunger. KKU, KKU, 88.5, the voice of Maui. The Biscuits and Gravy Show is proudly underwritten by lovely, community-minded celebrity sponsors like... Lil John's Maid Service. They'll clean everything from the windows to the walls. And, of course, we can't forget... Alex Scargard's Anti-Scar Cream. Guard against scars with Scarguard, Scarguard. And in, in course, we can't forget. Tom Hanks, Lamb Shanks. They're in a league of their own for a limited time. Catch them if you can. They're big. They're big. Oh, fantastic. You know what else is big? My love for this show. Oh, oh baby. Thank you. That makes us so happy. We're going to do a deep dive in Comedy Corner. Woohoo! But first, if it's yeah, you know what? Let's do a Let's do a quick comedy corner yeah let's do it dude because we haven't done a comedy corner in so long since we have a, a real comedian here a real life comedian a bro. real live Stop. comedian sunny dennis mm-hmm. um so you and i sunny and i we both performed on the gareth reynolds show last night that was he's a real yeah, comedian too something that we were both hyping up for a while mm-hmm. and so i was very excited to do that because i'm a big fan of the dollop so i was a little bit starstruck but gareth reynolds he was super awesome in real life and he was very funny and I was happy that I got to do the little opening host set, and you got to do a pop set as well. That was a good time. What a yeah. great time for you to be on the island. I didn't think I was going to get to get up last night, but everything fell into place, and it worked out, man. Yeah, you got to do a quick little set. I did a fun little set. Chino was there. He Holding did it down. Holding it down, and Gareth, he was so fun. Yeah, good guy. Cool hang, too. And we got to hang out afterwards in the parking lot. And we just discussed comedy, and that's it. Nothing yep, else happened nothing in the else lot. happened in the parking lot at Except all. discussion of comedy. Mm. We had fun facts about El Dopa and heroin curing Parkinson's. It was a very fun conversation. Oh, I do mm. remember that. That's yeah, great. it was great. Yeah. <laughs> My memory wasn't affected by anything else. So all in all, I would say it was a very successful Memorial Day. Oh, that's right. It was Memorial, Memorial Day. Day. I didn't, oh, my. I didn't tell my usual Memorial Day jokes. Uh, oh, yeah? <laughs> which 
I learned my lesson about that a couple of years ago. Uh, and guys, just for you the tuning in right now, if you don't know what Memorial Day is, uh, the United States bombs a bunch of brown people all the time and then makes young men alcoholics, and we celebrate them. We remember all the people that didn't go to college or stay home with their families and went overseas to kill innocent people. And Isn't died. that great? Yeah, first of all, they're brown women, children, men, brown people all together. Not all just people, yeah, men. yeah. Did we bomb uh, uh, Germany with the the atomic bomb? No, no, no we but didn't. Veterans Day is when we celebrate those people. Memorial Day is when we celebrate the people who died trying to kill the brown people. Oh, oh okay. Now it makes sense. All righty. Yeah. Well, so. every day is Veterans Day when they ask for discounts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is that Stolen Valor? If I were to go to like a Denny's and be like, give me that military discount. Stolen Valor. That's when you're on a subway and someone's like, I was in the Marines 22nd Division. And I'm like, bro, I'm trying to eat like barbecue on a subway. I don't want to talk to anybody right now. Please leave me alone. I don't ever want to talk to anybody on any subway. Thank you yeah. for your service. Now move along. Little hot travel tip from Vincent Fodi. You like to just wear headphones and not plug them into anything when you're in public. Oh, yeah. If you ever have to be on some sort of public transportation, just pop in some headphones. They don't have to be plugged into anything. Just pop them in, and then pe- and then the crazies will kind of like drift away from you. See, I want to save the environment, but I hate talking to people or doing public things. So... I don't think trains are going to exist. Sound, cl- uh, what's it? Sound canceling headphones are the optimal headphones for having crazy people not talk to you. Mm-hmm. Oh, because then you don't have to pretend that you can't hear them exactly. because you actually can't hear them. Also, every once in a while you get a tap on the knee. You ever got that on the bus? Someone's like, "What are you reading?" I'm like, you know what I'm doing. You know what I'm doing. How to I'm lose friends you. and alienate people? Leave me alone, lunatic. One time I was at uh, Kalama Park. I was sitting against a tree meditating, and some crazy homeless guy <laughs> came Dork. up to me, and he was like. Hey, are you meditating? I was like, yeah, I was. Thanks. And then he started talking to me about astral projection. Oh, fun. Oh. Did you learn anything? Yeah, good guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. The last um, time I was at Kalama Park, I saw a guy smoking out of a light bulb. And I thought to myself, usually when you see a light bulb light up, it's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was he smoking out of the light bulb? I don't know. There's like, only one thing you smoke out of light bulbs. Nice. You can make, you can smoke weed out of a light bulb. Nobody I've smokes weed out of light bulb. Someone smoked weed out of a light bulb. <laughs> no, once. you haven't. Yeah, I, I've seen it. Too. I've seen people try to smoke <laughs> weed like, out of a light bulb before. <laughs> Why? Because it's like uh, they they tried to convince me it was like vaping. A vaporizer. Yeah, yeah. That's the idea. Oh, because it's like non-contact heat. I don't know what the science really I mean, was. the science is that you're also smoking, like, filament and, like, I don't know, Chinese fingernails or whatever else is in light bulbs. Yeah, baby hair of some sort. Yeah. Baby hair? Yeah, that's what makes it light up. Yeah. You know when Obama made those light bulbs illegal and we had to get the energy-efficient ones? America doesn't make the energy-efficient ones, so it made us buy them from other countries. That's the reason why nobody wants to do solar energy is because all, it's all because from China. China makes all the solar panels. Yeah, and the way they make them is not very environmentally friendly. So it doesn't really make sense. It's like if you have a Tesla and you charge it here, you're getting your electricity from Maui Electric, which burns garbage and diesel. <laughs> hey, what's wrong with burning garbage to make I don't know. energy? Speaking right? of burning garbage, Vincent Fodi, what are you doing this week? What have you been up to? <laughs> Um, I, since we're still doing Comedy Corner, Sick technically, bird. let's talk a little bit more about comedy. Did you see the Brian Regan stand-up special on Netflix? Let's actually one? jump into it officially, everybody. The next stop on the Biscuits and Gravy we're train already today in comedy is corner. Boop, boop, Comedy Corner. Come on, ride the train and ride it. Choo, choo. Is that what you guys are <laughs> Down on the corner, comedy in the streets. Is there supposed to be something playing, Vince? 
Um, I don't think I have the comedy corner song on here. You anymore. don't have the Blues Brothers theme anymore. Um, come on, ride the train and ride it. Yeah, yeah dog. where's the whistle at? Oh, <laughs> yeah, do it. Do the train. Do the train. Come on, ride the train and ride. Yeah, 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 that's going to have to be enough for now. Today's show is underwritten in part by lovely community-minded celebrity sponsors like Macaulay Culkin's Caulk Guns. No one handles caulk like Macaulay Culkin. Don't remodel your home alone. And also by Tara Reads Audiobooks. When you need someone to read it to you, Tara Reads. Not affiliated with the woman that uh, Joe Biden sexually harassed. And, of course, Richard Gears Gears. Do you have a primal fear of <laughs> gears that don't work? Suitable for an officer and a gentleman. Made in Chicago. They're made in Chicago. Thanks for getting it dialed into Maui's number two radio program. Of course, Maui's number one radio program are those communists. All right, here we go. Trance and Mackie. I found it. There we go. All aboard, oh, here baby. We go. Trans and Mackie. He's Next stop on the Trans and Mackie. <laughs> fun today show. That's on the LGBT is network. Comedy Corner, everybody. That's the nuts and the bolts of the Biscuits and Gravy show. A little bit about comedy. Bravo's the LGBT uh, channel, right? Yeah. Does that exist? Bravo. Still? Yeah, Bravo, I think yeah. so. If there was one gay channel, it was definitely Bravo. And so that I don't I know. Say, Spike was pretty gay. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's like that's like the way like for the movie Three Hundred. Yeah, but it's gay. closeted gay. Yeah, you know what it's, I mean? yeah, it's like yeah. overly projecting. Like a Fast and the Furious movie. Yeah. Hey, Although, Vince, what's your favorite movie franchise? Do you, <laughs> <laughs> you do look like a like a Vin Diesel that didn't work out. You know what I mean? Like someone tried to clone him and it just was a lot smaller and smashed up against the tube. That's why your nose is all huge. Okay. Yeah. That's that's why I'm Vincent, not just Vin. Vin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Olive Garden's doing a new promotion for the new Fast and Furious movie. Really? Yep. We're all family here. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, now are you vomiting because of that joke or because Olive Garden makes you vomit because you've been conditioned to vomit after the tour of Italy? A little bit of both to be A little bit of both, yeah. everybody. All right, well, since we're doing Comedy Corner, why don't you guys try to say something funny? All righty. Um, so, let's, wow. Uh, <laughs> wow. All right, my Whoa. wife. <laughs> my wife. Oh, now we're getting there. Where's the, where's <laughs> the band-aid? Oh, we're talking about good movies. All right, so uh, Brian Regan has a new special out. Yes, Brian Regan has a new special out on Netflix. He's a clean Comedian. He hasn't put one out for a, a couple years, Hot actually, minute. and I like Brian Regan. I don't think his newest stuff is his best stuff, but I do enjoy his new stand-up. I mean, if you like Brian Regan, you know, most of his stuff it kind of has the same vibes. So. I feel bad, though, because Maui comedian Kathy with a K from Kihei had all of her material stolen from Brian Regan. That's well, right. I mean, she, you know, she steals it eclectically. It wasn't all stolen from Brian you, Regan. You guys do know I have a phone down Just to the hell. funny stuff. If you want me to give her a call right now. You do? I do. Hang on. Let me, let me, let me see if I can pull her number. Uh-huh. Can we, boop, can we boop, connect boop, to hell? Let's beep, do it. Beep, boop, beep, boop, boop. <laughs> hey, Hello, Kathy. <laughs> Kathy with a K from Kihei. Oh, hey, Vincent Chuck. How's it going? Good. How's hell treating you? It's so hot and my skin's all leathery, so I don't sweat, but I, I wish I could sweat. The last time we talked to you, you were uh, you were walking to the sixth level of hell and your skin got caught in the railing and just peeled off entirely. I My muscles are my new skin. I look like, <laughs> like, a, like a titan from the show Attack on Titan, but oh. really bad. Like inside out. Yes, exactly. Oh, nice. I know. I don't. How's Ted? Does he feel bad for what he did to me? Uh, He's still murdering people all the time. Yeah, so I don't think he's learned his lesson. Friend of the show, also a comedian, Ted Anderson. I helped him move an air conditioner once, 
and a box fell out, and he literally had slides of like, like blood samples, like, like Dexter, like exactly like Dexter. <laughs> if one of them looked like Jello, it was mine. It's oh, it's Lordy. not liable if it's true. Mm. <laughs> we only say true things here on the Biscuit. So, show. how are things down there in uh, Joke Stealer Hell? Is Carlos Mencia down there with you? <laughs> no, he's not dead yet. If oh. he dies, he will be. Oh, his okay. career died oh, at least that's a decade ago. There are so many Armenians down here. All righty. Have you <laughs> that have you was seen Kathy with a K <laughs> from right. in hell. Oh, boy, okay, Kathy with a K. bring it back above the surface. So, so Comedy Corner, man. So nope. there's been a lot of great shows at the playground on Island. Um, playground. I believe we were talking about Brian Regan. Let's bring it back, baby. Brian Ooh. Regan, he had a joke in his last stand-up special that I really liked where he's talking about how you know, they say ants can carry like a thousand times their own weight. And yeah. he's like, I don't care about that. He's like, what does an ant weigh? Nothing. What's a thousand times zero is zero. <laughs> he's like, that's not impressive. He has a, a great bit on like naming military stuff like bazooka and walkie talkie. He had a bit like that in his new stand-up special that reminded me of that one. And he's like, how come like only small stuff gets cute names like teeny weeny and itsy bitsy? How come we don't have cute names for big things? Like, man, the universe is hugey magoogey. <laughs> oh, Brian Regan. You Good old us. Brian Regan. He, so he has like a goofy, clean sense of humor. Yeah, his brother's really also enjoy. a clean comic, and I got to say, not as famous, but I'm just as funny. You know what would be a fun character? It's like Brian Michaels Regan. So it's like, <laughs> Brian, like Brian Regan just up there like, so uh, you guys like uh, hooking up with your sister? <laughs> right? Yeah. Friend of the show, Brian Michaels. Brian Michaels. So you're, just, to you're a fan of uh, Maui Comedy. You know who Brian Michaels is. Mm-hmm. Uh, every, everybody knows who Brian Michaels is. Maui Comedy Live. Uh, also, there's a new Bo Burnham special out. I heard it was fantastic. I heard he had a master class too. I didn't. I didn't know. Yeah. If he had a master class or not, I was not aware of that. Yeah, dog. But Ooh. have either of you seen it? No, no. I haven't had time. I'm busy. Okay. It's really good. I've heard that. Yeah, I mean, especially if you like Bo Burnham. Do, do you guys like which Bo I Burnham? Yeah. I didn't know how which which side you were gonna come down yeah, on Bo e- Burnham. Everyone, it's like Dan Cook. You're not supposed to. People, are, oh, you like Bo Burnham? I love Bo Burnham. I think he's a smart dude. It's not. It's different comedy than I do. So you know. Okay. Well, I mean, I like Dane Cook's like early comedy because he had some funny stuff. You mean the inspiration for my entire comedic career? Yes. Go on. Right. Um. I just. I felt bad because when Dane Cook got popular, people started hating on him because it was like the cool thing to do. And I was like trying, still trying to defend Dane Cook and be in his corner. But then I heard that in real life, he's like a bad person. Yeah, I think he hooks up with like underage girls and stuff. And well, he like, is very religious. And like yells at waitresses and stuff. Oh, and yeah. I, and I was just like. He's a born again Christian. And of course, he likes them young. And yells at people and is a terrible person and steals all Wait, the Wait, he's a born-again Christian? Yeah, he's, like, super religious. Wow. Really? Yeah. Now I like him even less. I know. Friend of the show, Dana, at Akaku, one time we were plugging him. We had a comedian come to Island, and I was like, oh, he toured with, with him. And then after the show, he's like, you know this guy's, like, a complete Christian creep, right? Wow. And, I mean, I get it. Like, some people out there are Christians and not creeps. But for the most part, like, they're, they're just all the devil. Creeps. They're all, like, creeps. Um, so this Dane Cook was one of those people where I tried to separate the art from the artist for a long time. Mm-hmm. Just like Michael Jackson. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hate, love the sinner, hate the sin. Yeah, baby. Is what they say. How but about, Bo Burnham, Bo Burnham, originally when he first came out, he had sort of, like, that it, like it felt like it was contrived and meant like deliberately made for millennials trying to appeal to like teenage girls. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's just so good and his content is like really creative and original. He's a smart guy. 
he's super smart and he's super talented and he he has this way of doing stuff within mediums that you would feel are already fully explored and still finding really unique clever things to do within either the medium of stand up or his newest special feels like a compilation of a bunch of viral videos you know, that he kind of made in his house. Like, you know, a lot of people have been making silly videos in their house during COVID. I know you yourself have done a couple. A couple. That made me (laughs) laugh. You've done a lot of silly videos, too, COVID. I've done some silly videos in my house, too. You had a video where you murdered yourself? Yeah, and then so he, his whole, it's like an That's hour. That's come true. Oh, that'd be so great. It, that was the show by yourself. <laughs> Take all the Akaku money. Mm. Uh, yeah, the huge oh, Akaku yeah. bucks. Yeah. So his whole special is like an hour of all these little videos that he made inside his house, and he's doing all these like songs, which he's really good at because he's a really talented musician. And the whole thing is like funny and dark and thought provoking, and definitely worth a watch, especially we, if you like ooh. Bo Burnham. But even if you're not a huge Bo Burnham fan, it, it has a different feel than all the rest of it because the whole thing is sort of a commentary on being stuck in your house during COVID too. So I think I think it's something that we can all relate to as well. Yes. And I think some comedians can rely on external stuff as kind of like a crutch. But a lot of comedians, like Hannibal Burris had a special he recorded years ago and then let it go free during COVID. And it's another mixed media one. And it's really funny. So it's like kind of guitar comedians. Some are hacks and some can pull it off. And they do a really great job. Yeah, I think we're moving towards a, a trend where we're going to start seeing a lot more multimedia introduced into comedy. And vice versa, like comedy being introduced into multimedia. You're so articulate, Vincent Fodi. I just want to yell and make noises this morning. Me and Sonny just want to make dick jokes. And you are like really, like really taking care of this Bo Burnham stuff. So how about about this? Instead of Dane Cook, it's Bane Cook. Oh, Bane comes back. Yeah. Welcome to the BK Lounge. (laughs) You got coops? Yeah. And the pickles? Yeah. And the pickle. I didn't have pickles until I was a full-grown adult. <laughs> Yo, Dane Cook's slip and slide, slip and bleed is a funny bit, dude. Slip and bleed slip from and the bleed. anus. They should have called this ride. Oh my lord! <laughs> can we say anus on the radio? Uh, yeah, we can. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can. Oh, sweet, it's a medical term. I went to go drive an e-bike the other day, and before I sat down all the way, I pressed the throttle, and it <laughs> po- it went in my beehole. Ooh! And <laughs> give you a heinous anus. I, dude, my hemorrhoids came back. Oh man! Oh, lordy, do your hemorrhoids hurt? Mine don't hurt at all. No, mine, mine hurt. are just a surprise. I do wake up with blood uh, in my butt sometimes. Yeah. I'll go to I'll go to poop, and I'm like, that was just blood. I'm like, did someone use my toilet? And I'm like, nope, that's me. You know what's funny? The first time that I experienced that. By the way, I want to apologize to Corky, who's utter, utterly horrified listening to this segment now. Where but in the world is Corky? The first time I experienced that was during COVID, and it turns out that like sitting around for 23 hours a day, being non-ambulatory, can actually. <laughs> exacerbate that yes absolutely. Yeah. and so i was like oh where i'm like what is going on do i have some sort of like disease or something like that is there something wrong and then i was like oh no it's just because i haven't moved in a week and if you sit in the toilet too long hot take Boom. listeners of kaku 88.5 kaku the voice of maui hot take on this highly educational public access radio show if you sit in the toilet too long and look at pornhub that or whatever uh, I don't know what you do on the toilet when you sit in there for too long. I, but I, that I, activates your, your hemorrhoids, too. Really? Yeah. yeah hemorrhoids stre- activate. You're stretching everything out when you kind of got yeah, – unless you have a squatty potty. Apparently, that's the real way you're supposed to do it. But then you can't look at porn with a squatty potty because, yep. you know, it's going to go up into your – it's going to be a whole thing. Now, the squatty potty is a great idea. I think everyone can, can relate to this. If you bring your knees up towards your chin, it 
relaxes your downtown openings. And the poop just slides on out. Oh, baby. It's really nice. As a matter of fact, I don't have a squatty potty, but I have a trash can in the bathroom that's roughly the same height, so I just kind of put my feet up on the trash can. The poor man's squatty potty. The poor man's squatty potty. I have the poor man's bidet, where after I take a poopy poop, I just go in the shower and hose myself off. Are you Mm -hmm. able to put both feet on the uh, trash can, or are you just kind of like Captain Morgan it with one? No, I can put both feet on there. There you go. Have you ever done the squatty potty where you do one leg up and one leg down? No, are you supposed you get, to do that? No, but you, so it's called pooforia. Have you guys experienced this? I have not experienced pooforia. So it feels good. All right. It feels good. Yeah, you know, hey, I got another one. So remember the scat man? Scat man! But he likes to eat poo. He's in the scat play. You know yeah, I mean? scat, scat. <laughs> so he's just like a woman's butt spread out. Ski bop boop nom 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 bop. I eat your poop poop poop. All right. I'm the scat man. The scat man can do scat it. Man. So can you. Oh, man. So, I ladies have, and gentlemen, I have a feeling. If you're not playing with your poop, well, skip a doop 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 doop. I do poop poop poop. I think a lot of this is going to be Patreon only. No, this is good baby. stuff, man. We can talk about scat play. All Coming right. up on the show, we got Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo, where I prove that I'm the smartest buffalo in the room. Ooh, yeah. We do a little bit about conspiracy cookbook because the government hates you and aliens exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're uh, gonna interview. I got some great stuff to talk about for conspiracy cookbook. Ooh, give me a teaser, oh Vincent Fody. Um, Johnson and Johnson. That's all. That's I'm the shot say. that I got. That's, one and done, baby. No I'm side effects. Say. One and done because it's going to kill you, Joe. Yeah, dog. Now, there are some proven Arr. Johnson & Johnson side effects. Mm-hmm. They've proved that it can cause cancer. Oh, the new vaccine or talcum no, powder? No, the talcum powder. Oh, yeah, Have totally. you heard about that? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So this was something I didn't know about. Maybe, have, did you I, hear about this? I don't keep up on world affairs. Apparently, talcum powder is very chemically similar to asbestos. Yeah, interesting. And, and it's actually in some sometimes it's actually taken from the same like mine, and so Johnson and Johnson knew for years that talcum powder was carcinogenic. No, it was actually it was the baby powder that that was carcinogenic to make it even worse. Vincent Fody. Right, but was, I mean baby powder was used by not just babies; it was used by everybody. What, what? if it was? And then it turned out that it was giving women ovarian cancer from using Johnson & Johnson's baby powder. So there was just a major lawsuit where these women sued Johnson & Johnson. They won $2 billion, and it went all the way to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court refused to hear the case. Um, <laughs> now, here's something that even that blew my mind even more, okay? Now, it, the Supreme it, Court, if I remember, the guy that most recently got elected to the Supreme Court totally okay. didn't take advantage yeah, of a girl in her bathing suit. Okay, so, so this is true, okay? Brett Kavanaugh, the guy, okay. think, the guy who, who raped a woman in college mm-hmm. and then got elected to the Supreme Court. This guy, his dad... Well, he was a Republican, so... <laughs> okay, yeah. his dad... Par for the course. ...worked for an agency that lobbied Congress to not put warning labels on talcum powder for what? Johnson & Johnson. Yeah. Interesting. And then the so, case went to the Supreme so, Court. And so the Supreme Court he had, he had to resign from the case and not and not be part of the case, which is probably why it ended up being a win for the people and not for Johnson & Johnson because he had to sit out of the case. Alito also wasn't able to sit and hear the case because... He owns like fifty thousand dollars worth of Johnson and Johnson stock. Whoa! So it's, it's, it's actually so kind of Brett Kavanaugh. Though. At least Brett Kavanaugh was only 
raping women, but his well, dad was giving them ovarian cancer. She was asking for it. She was wearing a bathing suit. But his dad gave ovarian cancer to a bunch of women. Wow. Potato, potato. What are the yeah. doing here? Wow. So what a what a rich history for the Kavanaugh family <laughs> you know, I, so <laughs> of misogyny. So you know it's a carcinogen, carcinogenic, right? Yeah. What if it was Johnny Carcinogenic? His life. Okay, that's Wait. actually uh, the name of a NoFX song. Really? Yeah, yeah? Johnny okay. Carcinogen. I didn't know that. So you're among good company. Great that. minds think alike. Mm-hmm. I was going to do, was gonna do the... Oh, I've got some, uh, got some skin disease. I've got some cancer for you. Ah, that's terrible. I'm not good at impressions. Oh, really so big tumor. Really big, big tumor. Case. Really big. There you go. There you go. Their yeah, case that's against a, That's the tag it. you were looking for. There Johnson & Johnson <laughs> was that they were trying to say that everyone gets ovarian cancer and everyone used talcum powder. So if you just – everyone – like a lot of people get cancer. A lot of people use talcum powder. They were trying to say it was just a numbers game, not that asbestos And it's just a coincidence that asbestos gives people it's cancer It's like also. if you ask everybody, do you like – like if heroin users, have you did, did you use mayonnaise growing up? Uh-huh. You could say that like, oh, clearly mayonnaise makes you a heroin addict. Right. And sure. that was Johnson & Johnson's thing. They were like – Hey man, our thing didn't give them cancer. People just get cancer, and everyone uses talcum powder. Right, and you know, interest correlation doesn't equal causation, but mm-hmm. sometimes correlation is causation. And also, there's much better powders than that to use. And yeah. Also, but sometimes if you're using powders asbestos all the time, gives you cancer. <laughs> yeah. So who knows, man? You know what doesn't give you cancer? Beyonce's homemade preserves. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. Do you know what might give you cancer? James Franco's hot dog. No, don't say that. His Franks are frankly the best. <laughs> you know what will cure you from cancer? Jackie Gleason's Creason, okay. the best in celebrity deep cleaning since 1955. His prices will send you straight to the moon. That's about domestic violence. I know. He never hit her, though, did he? Um, Is there an episode where he just wailed on her? On air? Yeah. I don't think so. Uh, there's an I lo- there's an I Love Lucy episode where uh, Ricky spanks Lucy. Ooh, I yeah, think, nice. for being bad. Yeah, it's kind of hot. Mm. Yeah. Wait, hey, they, I'm ca- all about they can't that. show him sleeping in the same bed, but they can show her getting spanked. Ooh, I love it. I hated uh, Lucille Ball so much. Like, she just cries like a child. I'm like, you're a grown woman. I don't know why it bothered me so much as a child. <laughs> <laughs> that was her gimmick, bro. <laughs> what a what a what a time the fifties were. Thanks for getting it dialed in. KKU, KKU, 88.5, The Voice of Maui. Thanks for liking us, subscribing, and sharing us. Thanks for tuning in to Spotify, baby. I just want to say Lucille Ball is a comedic pioneer and a hero to female comedians everywhere. And also, you can subscribe Shut to our up, Patreon. It's only a dollar a month. Yeah, dog. <laughs> There's only one tier, and it's called the Biscuit Tier. That's right, Vincent Fody. <laughs> Uh, it's only a dollar a month. That's like less than four cents a day. I'm Chuck Sauce. You're listening to the Biscuits and Gravy Show with comedian Sonny Dennis and Vincent Fody. Mm-hmm. Sunny Days 808 on oh. all social media platforms. She who? Oh, yeah. and, and we are the Biscuits and Gravy 808. We're Biscuits and Gravy 808 on Instagram, and also you can find us on Spotify at Biscuits and Gravy 808, and also our Patreon is Biscuits and Gravy 808. Biscuits and Gravy. We got radio smothered and covered. And I'm proud to say we have... At least one patron. Yeah, dude. We have yeah. we have one or more patrons. We on have our enough Patreon. to buy Taco Bell. Thank you, Jay Thank Coughlin. You so much. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if Jay Coughlin is one of our patrons, but if he isn't, he should be. You hear that, Jay? Get on it. Yes. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. <laughs> Let's get it up to six dollars. <laughs> Ooh, baby. <laughs> All right. We can at least buy Mexican now. Um. They cost more money than that. How Next is, stop on the biscuits and gravy train be, well, today Well, before is, we wrap it up, let's talk about how how are you doing with the uh, Boston comedy scene? You enjoying ooh, it? We I, haven't really talked to you 
legitimately. I'm a legend the out show. there. I'm a god. Oh, they no. don't know what to do when I walk into a room. No. I come in with this island swagger they've never seen before. They're like, man, is that Johnny Tsunami walking in here? And they Ooh. can't handle it. So yeah, that's I, a sweet eight Disney movie. I like fantastic. I like your take. I mean, like you're. You're one of the most abrasive kind of dickish people that I know. Of course. Oh, absolutely. But compared to East Coast people, you're like... I fit right in. You're like the nice guy. Oh, yeah. Coming from Hawaii. I do have some unpopular opinions about homeless people. They don't really vibe with out there. Here in Hawaii, people are like, yeah, death to the homeless. Now, there I try that. And they're like, come on, man, they're people. And I'm like, Psh, not are the they? Not, Barely. Not the ones in Hawaii, that's for sure. There's, actually, there's some crazy people in Boston where I'm like, all right, that guy needs help. But I was uh, <laughs> I was telling my my idea to Vince that we should, like, the way they have a shark tracker, you can see where, like, the tiger the homeless- sharks are. Yeah. We should have a, a tracker for homeless people. And he's like, those are, those are people. Those are someone's children. Uh, no, they're, no, they're not. Th- their mom and dad are dead. They've been dead for a long time. My thing is that people are trying to go back in time, and homeless people just teleported here from the future, and their brains were erased. And that's why they're so crazy. That's a fun theory. Yeah, dude. That's why you have to have the tinfoil hat on, right? So mm-hmm. it doesn't get disrupted during the uh, time <laughs> fluctuation. Isn't that the plot of Twelve Monkeys? <laughs> 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 Pretty good movie, actually. It's, I love Young Twelve. It's filmed Pitt. in filmed in Philadelphia. Ooh. Oh yeah. By the way, Brad Pitt gives an amazing performance in Twelve Monkeys. He eats a spider for real. Did you guys ever hear that? There's a there's like a a, a Hitler. Um, convention in Philadelphia called Adelph Adelphia. No, <laughs> is that true? No, it's not. But how cool would that be? There's uh, you know everybody. What? I'm going to Adelphia. Have a good one. There's a, a a clothing store in Philadelphia that only sells jeans to white supremacists. It's called Eugenics. Oh, oh love snap. it. Oh my goodness. Wow. Give myself a ding, ding, ding for that one. Gee-hoo. <laughs> oh, and also, anyone in the East Coast, come check out Hecklefest. We're bringing it back into clubs near you, bringing it to a bar maybe. Who knows? Oh, yeah. Sunny if you're going to be in the Boston what area. What is Hecklefest, and how is it different from other comedy shows? Hecklefest is one of the most uh, popular and you know influential new shows of the past five years. But what is it? It's a comedy show where some of your favorite comedians can be seen heckling new and upcoming comics, as well as old-time veterans and old-time friends. Where it's doing it a Kill Tony style, where three of us stand off stage with a microphone, let the youngins do their thing, and we sit back and make a couple of yucks at them. So, what, s- what kind of like style Mystery was that? Science Theater 3000. Kill Tony? Kill Tony? It's a podcast. Oh, okay. And they film it. Uh, and they film it, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Friend of the show, Callahan Welch, was on Kill Callahan Tony. Callahan was on uh, Kill Tony. I would say so Tony was very, very much alive after that. Oh, yes, he was. <laughs> Is it um always like... Very roasty. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the kind of the... It's, it's a lot meaner with the guys I do it with in Boston. Okay. You can be a little more of a dick to people. Also, sometimes random sign up. And, uh, yeah, it's the most fun thing I've ever done in my life. Okay. If you're a comedian... Because I wasn't expecting it to be as roasty as it was. I was expecting it to be more like a like a lighthearted... Sort of like the Doug Benson interruption was what I was oh, picturing. Oh, no, no. Where it was like you would just chime in and add tags to our jokes. No. Do you ever expect this guy to just chime in? And then after and then after I saw Cody go up and you Get guys were just leveled. ripping into him, I was like, uh-oh. I got to uh, I got to call an audible here. <laughs> I, I called him racist Mario Lopez. That might have been my favorite one of the night. <laughs> that was pretty good. 
But uh, if you've ever seen uh, Dropping In with Andrew Schultz, it's been featured on there. Uh, check it out if you can. Oh, Andrew Schultz? He's Andrew like, Schultz. He's like, like a B-level. So he's like famous now. I almost. know. Yeah. It's pretty cool that he featured my thing on there. So that'll yeah. give you a better idea if you want to watch that clip. And uh, so I actually Speaking think of asbestos, this started in a tenement housing in Boston, it right? It did in a basement uh, in Alston where yeah. all sorts of shenanigans were happening. Jed's Basement, 10 Alston Street. Now that place is famous, man. It is. It's got a little, yeah. little staple of the Boston comedy scene as well as the punk scene out there. So when we live in Maui, Great punk scene we in Boston. get to do open yeah. like Big, more of a Maybe. hardcore scene, actually. Yeah, but it's, it's, especially oh, nice hardcore, yeah. I know, people with like tattoos across their chest and stuff. Like, I don't do drugs, but I'm aggressive about it. <laughs> yeah, ugh, the worst. I I like those people even less than people that just don't do drugs. I like crust punks. I've been meeting a lot more of them out there, and like, well, crust punks homeless. do drugs. Yes, they do. But that's what they don't pretend they're better than anybody. They're just like, man, can I have a buck? I'm gonna go back to the train yard. Oh, I love crust punks. Oh, they're great, man. They always Patches. have a dog. They always have a dog they don't need. You know, yeah. Someone's got a crappy acoustic guitar that's always a little bit out of tune, but it, they just. That reminds me of that classic Norm McDonald joke where he saw the the homeless guy with the dog, and the dog's like. I can do this by myself. <laughs> uh, so when you're on Maui, uh, comedians like me and Vincent Foti, when you lived here, we had maybe one open mic a week, and then we would sometimes go to other music open mics where they do not want us yeah, there. Yeah, ruin the night for everyone. And there. we'd had different bar shows, and it was really tough to get. We really only like once. Well, a month to be fair, nice... we don't like musicians and slam poets at our comedy open mics. Oh, either, you don't like so... when people come to a comedy open mic and read their children's book. Oh, that's <laughs> right. That crazy woman did that. Oh yeah. Do you remember? I remember my joke was about her when I got on there. Uh, no. Just want to say, self-published by the way. Self-published. <laughs> I said, man, I hope that lady's good at arts and crafts because she's going to need to put some googly eyes onto that stillborn. Ooh, Ooh rough. I know, Ooh. right? So in Boston, you get to do tons of open mics all the time. And being in a very metropolitan area, you can also drive to other big cities Absolutely. to do tons of open mics well, and tons of shows. That's the thing. I'm not, I don't really do as many open mics, but I'm booked almost every day of the week now. You so. Do, so you're you're done with open mics. You're no, doing no, more professional done. shows. No, no, you do. I mean, you do like three or four mics a week. You try to do If you have like a show that you want to kind of run stuff before you do the jokes. It's, and also some open mics are just terrible to be at. There's literally seven people there. Everyone at the bar is loud. You're just trying to keep the muscle alive there. But, yeah, maybe three open mics a week, maybe four or five shows. Yeah? Yeah. No, I mean, that, no, no, that was in 2019. It's, uh, it's a different game now in the 2020, uh, 21. How do you see comedy changing? I don't know. There's not as much money in it. If everything's at, like, half capacity, you can't really, you know, expect to sell the same, same tickets you were doing. And We've had good luck because of COVID here. Yeah, because seriously. Because we can't do shows at full capacity. We're doing half capacity. We have more people coming to our comedy shows than ever before. I know. Even that. And we're the, selling out more shows than ever before. Yeah. It's, at yeah. Dub Sonny round. Dennis sold out. We oh, <laughs> we sold out Wouldn't Vibe. And there, and there was, like, seven people in Vibe. <laughs> no comedians allowed. You have to wait outside until you're on stage. Yeah, yeah that's it, another great thing because i just get drunk and yell over all my good friend sets so now i can just do that outside you're so professional chuck thompson <laughs> there's never been a better excuse to not have to watch everyone in sets yeah and it's great because then everyone can just say they killed it and you're outside so you didn't listen to their set oh i'd never no don't stop watching people's sets they you're wasting your time no. go inside get a beer go outside smoke a cigarette or a joint enjoy your time well oh, yeah, i mean it's legal in uh, massachusetts oh you can just buy yeah it, right so, yeah. I mean, is that sort of the vibe where it's like once you're like a, a regular performing comedian, you people aren't offended if you're not watching their sets anymore? No, no one's ever offended. Like, that's a st if anyone's offended, you didn't watch their What a stupid child. What a dumb thing to be upset about. Yeah, because like with bands, it's kind of like 
you you you're supposed if you're in a band and you're playing like another show, it's it's re- it's polite to watch the other bands and not just leave. Sure. But I feel like with a comedian, especially if you're friends with that comedian, you've yeah. heard the same material so much that it's like, all right, I don't need to be here for this. Also, if you've been doing it like if it's like your fifth or fourth like show or mic you're at, you're like, I don't, I've watched hours of comedy. I don't want to. I'm good. And also, yeah, you know everyone's jokes. We know everyone's jokes on Island. We are in Comedy Corner. We're in Biscuits and Gravy. We're sitting out. Comedian Sonny Dennis and Vince Fodi. I'm the host of the Biscuits and Gravy Show. We're Chuck talking Voss. shop. And this is uh, broadcasting live on KKU 88.5. The Biscuits and Gravy Show is underwritten in part by Benedict Cumberbatch's Slumber Mattress, available exclusively at Chris Tucker's Mattresses. And Leonardo DiCaprio's Guillotines, Get Decapitated with DiCaprio. And Biscuits and Gravy wouldn't have been possible without help from Mark Ruffalo's Buffalo Wings, the best way to cure a Hulk-sized appetite. Coming up on the show, we're going to talk with uh, comedian Sonny Dennis about his favorite places to eat on island. Vincent Fodi's going to spoil some stuff for us. And we're going to prove that we are technically an educational radio program by being quizzed where I prove that I'm the smartest buffalo in the world. The smartest buffalo alive. Let's keep this biscuits and gravy train rolling, baby. Oh, let's man. finish up a little bit of Comedy Corner and jump into the nuts and the bolts of the show. I right, like well, nuts and bolts. Let's just uh, let me pose one more question to you before, pose it, baby. before pose we move it. on, because you know we don't get to we don't get to talk as much anymore. Of course. What was something? You're so lucky. What yeah. was it like uh, doing comedy here and then going out to Boston? What What was oh. the, the main thing that you noticed was the different? doing comedy in Hawaii is extremely easy, and everyone if people don't they don't everyone wants to have a good time out here. When I got to Boston, man, I realized how unprepared I was. Had to just eat it for like a year. And then yeah, also not right. having any is it, is it because of the, the crowds or for everything? Crowds. Is vibe, it an aggressive uh, community of comedians? Oh, yeah. Well, there's also like a hundred comics. It, like you, some shows or some open mics right. sometimes. Because so I, I know like Oahu is very competitive. Uh, and oh, it doesn't seem like it. And I know, ah. uh, I know like, like Maui, we all just want everybody to have a good time and do well. Oh, I, I mean, I'm, even, I'm, I'm always competitive. Even out here, I was. Out there, yeah, you definitely you know you have to like look out for yourself, but have your buddies and kind of if you can bring someone to open for you or something or the vice versa, make those connections. It's more about like the, the idea of like the whole scene. No, that's nonsense. It's I like, love ha- the comedy community, man. We've had tons of comedians come out here from the mainland, and we get to meet their friends, and they send more people our way. We send more people their way. Yeah, I think the aloha spirit well, of no, the Maui easy. comedy is spreading. It's and easy some to people send on the East someone- Coast just suck, dude. Oh, no, it's not people. It's just it's all of it. Also, like comedy's a lot better out there too. So it's like you have you feel like you have to compete. You have to write, but you have to whatever you're bad at, you have to improve that a lot more. Out here, just sailed on like just crowd work and kind of like just applause grabs and stuff, and it worked. I didn't bomb for like ever. Yeah, right. and when, when you have to really well when you here. have to scratch and claw your way to the top because you're in a giant pool of comedians. Uh. You are forced to work on your material and get better. Also, you only have three minutes for some of these things, so it's like I don't have time to like get into the art and like kind of. And like Boston's a breeding ground for good comedians, man. Oh, yeah. What are your favorite comedians that came out of Boston? Louis C.K., uh, yeah, Burr, dude, Mike Birbiglia, Mark Maron, the whole. I mean, it's in Patrice O'Neill for God's sake. Yeah. Oh, I love. Oh. I mean, I love. All the, all the best I love the Boston and Joe Rogan because you know they're known for having a little bit more of an alt flavor, also. Yeah. I know Louis C.K. was really, like, weird, too, when he first started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did that. Louis C.K. did a lot of dolphin impersonations when he first started. That's, it's fun to do. You it's know. so fun I to get do. It, Everyone yeah. right now, if you're listening at home, in car, at work, or crocheting in your bathtub, do little dolphin noises. Yeah, do get a down on it. Noise right oh, now. Get down on no it. No one can hear you. Get down on it. Oh, like that. 40. 
I love David Cross too. David Cross was one of uh, the first comedians that I really liked. Ooh, and uh, made me want to do stand-up comedy. You know what the first like like the first stand-up I ever watched? I'm like, oh, I might be able to do stand-up. It was I was like 11 and watched the Blue Collar Comedy Tour movie. <laughs> nice. And I was with my dad, and I remember just dying at Billingville and uh, yeah, that Ron you're White. definitely the target demographic. When you're 11, it's like this is exactly like this is perfect. Mm-hmm. They, they swear just a little bit. You know Ron what I mean? White is freaking funny. Yeah, Ron man. White is an actually Ron- good comic. Yeah, Ron White is fantastic. Yeah, he came out here uh, twice, I think. To the Castle Theater at uh, the Mac. I feel like he he's one of those people that actually is he got a lot of exposure because of the blue collar comedy tour. But I feel like that almost um, pigeonholed him because like for a long time, I didn't listen to any Ron White stuff because I assumed he was like a Larry the Cable Guy, Bill Engvall type. But even when you watch it, he's the funniest. He's the coolest. Like it, I don't know. I, I never got the hick vibe from him. It was almost like, yeah, I'll come hang out with you boys. But, you know, I ain't. I ain't gonna lean into it. You right. Know, he's still yeah, he's just a cool uncle uh, feeling. He's like a comedian's him. comedian that happens to be southern. Sure. Not a southern now that he, comedian. He got a little bit rich though. Um, his he's I think he's even funnier though before because he does kind of talk about less trashy things, you know. But he's funny, man, and he's he's very, very good about. Shamelessly plugging his tequila brand. Oh, it's awesome! <laughs> oh my it, God, dude, he's so shameless with his self promotion. But I freaking love it, man. Speaking That's why you should be. Yeah, yeah, dude, he's a funny guy. He's Get so that good. paper. Speaking of which, you should all check out the Sunny Side Podcast, available on iTunes, Podbean, whatever. The Sunny Spotify. Side Podcast. The Sunny Side Podcast. That doesn't star you, does it? Oh, it does. Well, I think we just lost our. Do one you have any week. interesting guests, maybe that might be appearing soon? There might be a couple <laughs> of boys lined up later today. <laughs> who uh, have some interesting thoughts on uh, breakfast food. Hopefully we're not all talked out by the time we record that podcast. Ooh, oh, 20 sounds minutes. like one of these uh, hypothetical people doesn't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Anything else for Comedy Corner, gentlemen? I can't believe we've done like f- like 30 minutes of Comedy Corner. <laughs> yeah, because there's an actual comedian here this time, guys. Yeah. Oh. oh. Thanks for tuning right. in to KKU. Today's show is proudly underwritten in part by Paul Rubin's Beef Jerky. Need a quick shot of protein? Nobody knows more about jerked meat than Paul Rubin. Paul Rubin's Beef Jerky, a great snack to take take to to the the movies. movies. That's a long one. All right, Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, you should hear Line Class by Lionel. (laughs) (laughs) Let Benedict go to waste. (laughs) Today's show is brought to us by Jeremy Irons Irons. You'll be impressed with Jeremy's Irons. Next stop on the biscuits and gravy train today is Vincent Fodi. Where are we going on the biscuit train today, uh, baby? All right, let's do a quick biscuits and or gravy news. Oh, yeah. You hear that sound, Sonny? Done. <laughs> it's time for biscuits and or gravy news. That sound can be one thing and one thing only, baby. The lamestream media is always covering things that are just trying to indoctrinate you. They don't cover the real issues, ladies it's and gentlemen. It's nothing but harmful pedagogy. Ah! <sighs> And non-biscuit and gravy-related news items. They're hiding the truth from you, and we are a truth network, baby. <laughs> Let's start digging. <laughs> so, all right, this week in biscuit news, have, hey, have you ever been to Oakland? Oh, of course. I love the Bay. Okay, From the cool. Bay Area and back down. Uh, so, in Oakland, there's a somewhat iconic uh, biscuits factory called the Sunshine Biscuits Factory. Ooh. And they, they have an iconic sign that when you drive past it, everybody looks up and goes, Oh, there's the Sunshine Biscuits. Sunshine Biscuits. Well, they had a fire 
uh, but I'm proud to say. So bake the biscuits. I'm yeah. relieved. What a delicious smelling fire. I know. It must have been awesome. Mm. Um, but the firemen were able to save it, and they were able to save the factory and the property and the sunshine, the iconic sunshine biscuits sign. That is. If I was a fireman, I'd be like putting out the fire and eating biscuits at the same time. Yeah, it's one of the perks of the job. Oh, yeah. Um, when I lived in Philly, there's a big Nabisco factory that was right near my house in Philadelphia. National and Biscuit Company. It was right on the boulevard, and when you drive past it, it would smell so delicious. Like the boulevard of broken biscuits. Yeah. There's also a, a mass shooting that happened at the Nabisco factory. <laughs> so okay. Some guy went in there and went wild and I shot a bunch of people. Oreos. I hate <laughs> All right. Also, for biscuits and or gravy news, Pizza Hut in UK is at it again, Chuck. No way! They've got a wacky new pizza that I think you're going to love. Now, for guys who are just tuning in, Pizza Hut in UK had a hot dog crust pizza in Ireland. We don't get hot dog stuffed pizzas here. Why don't we have hot dog stuffed pizzas here? I, what are they doing next, Vincent Fody? The UK is always, especially the KFC in England, or the UKFC as I like to call it, <laughs> they always have great stuff too. But okay, so the UK Pizza Hut, they're coming out with a pizza that is roast beef, potatoes, and gravy. What? what on pizza? is going on? Which, it makes a lot of sense because I think like meat, and potatoes and gravy are like three of the five foods that they have. I in love England. a good mashed potato pizza, man. It's solid. Yeah, yeah dog. So I'm there should be more potatoes on pizza. Mm-hmm. I'll say it right now. Yeah, we should have more international like pizza crossovers. Like, like England should send some of their popular pizzas yeah, over dude. here. Much the the way that Hawaii has shared its pizza. They with had the, the corn popcorn <laughs> chicken pizza. We, we, we at least spread taro pies, you know, to the people of McDonald's. I wish Japan would give us some of those teriyaki things they got over there. There was a, a McTeriyaki burger briefly yeah, it wasn't in Hawaii. That good, oh, it was the worst. I don't think you could get that on the mainland. Yeah. Yeah, I like to say that Terry is short for terrible. <laughs> Dude, those Terry burgers, man. Ugh. But wait, we I, there's you can't get. Taro pies on the mainland, though, right? No, you can send, you can get them here and send them to your friends. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you could do that. They're available for purchase, and then you. So can if you want a my FedEx sister sent me, my sister sent me a bunch of tasty cakes. Do you get tasty cakes in Boston? That's no, more of a Philadelphia. Thing. Okay, so it's more do- well, just directly in the Philadelphia. Also, area. are so good. They're I also care about my body, me. so you know it's a temple. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lies. I can't be putting all this gross. You look junk like Jabba the Hut. You don't look handsome. Sexy. Oh, you really hurt my feelings there, Chuck. I should. Man, this mm. guy's pretty funny and pretty mean. Mm. Yeah, he's going to fit right in at Boston. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and Vince and Chuck, Hurting My Feelings is brought to you by Kenny Loggins Cybersecurity. Trust your login to logins. Thanks for tuning in to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. What's the next stop on the Biscuits and Gravy train today, Vincent Vody? Uh, Well... I think we don't have enough time to do Gluttony Club, but... The quickest Gluttony Club. Sunny Dennis, you're on island for a month. What are your top three favorite restaurants in Maui? Boom. Number one, I'm going to Gannon's for happy hour. I'm gonna Heck add, yeah, dude! I'm going to request Vince, but they're going to say you can't do that if you sit at the red bar. You have to get it from the bartender. Hopefully, fight's working. Number two, boom, Kihei Cafe. Love Kihei Cafe. Love it. Do not love the line that is formed there now, but hey... Good food is worth the wait. Also, mm-hmm. you don't have to sit at the bar to get happy hour at Gannon's anymore. You can sit pretty much anywhere you no want. No way. Really? Looks and like someone will be asking for Vince. So if you come in after 4 o'clock, I'll be there. I won't I won't be there for the first hour of happy hour. All right. Then I'll get That's there why it's happy hour. Two happy hours, not three. Perfect. And number three. Who? Uh, number three. Don't you know what? Gag Mateo's Ostorea. Oh yeah, Mateo's is good. Yeah, I, yeah, I like Mateo's, dude. They mm-hmm. are they are 
right at that level where it's not super expensive like Ferraro's, but it's like really good quality Italian food oh, at yeah. reasonable prices. Made by real Italian and some Filipino people as well. Yes, yep. exactly. Mm, that's yummy. Even when I worked at Fabiani's, I was like, Mateo's is way better than Fabiani's. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Fabiani's got that bakery, though. And that was Gluttony Club right here on KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. Can I throw in an honorable mention? Sure. Peggy Sue's. Love Peggy Love Sue's. Peggy. Wow. They got a happy hour for appetizers and malt shakes. Worth Ooh. it. And if you like if you like burgers, that new Maui burger place is pretty awesome. Where's it at? Uh, it's right next to um, Bali. Okay. Yeah. Over Safeway. By, over by Safeway. Yeah. Oh, my. And you can get a blue cheese stuffed patty. Like, they'll do stuffed burger patties. Dude. And you can also order a fried mac and cheese patty to put on top of any burger. What? Okay. So that's like, a, that's yeah. a game changer. That's what I got for my birthday meal. Ooh. It was a blue cheese stuffed burger with a fried mac and cheese patty on top. What about a blue chew stuffed burger? Huh? You guys know what blue chew is? No. Oh, it's pills for erectile dysfunction. Oh. oh. They, they advertise a lot on podcasts. Oh, okay. Oh. So chew Vi- it and do it. Viagra. It's so, No, it has the same ingredients as uh, Viagra. Right. But that's a little blue pill, isn't it? Yeah, this is a blue chewable. Because they the uh, the patent is up on Viagra, right? Oh, is that, I have no idea why. I just so they can do the you can do like generic Viagra the same way like I think like you can get generic Allegra and stuff because the patent's up on it. Which one's Allegra? Is that for your lady parts? No, no, that's that's <laughs> allergies. Allergies? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Allegra's for allergies. Yep. Allergies make my whole face look like a lady part. You could just take <laughs> any medicine commercial though and take the footage and play it over the talk of any other medicine. Yeah. Because they're all the same, dude. It's just like smiling people doing yoga together in the park. And, and you're like, what does this have to do with erectile dysfunction? Who knew you could get herpes from kayaking? Yeah. What's that about? <laughs> all righty. A quick word from our sponsors. I want to thank everyone for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show. I've had so much time doing home-cooked yes, conversation. Yes, thank you, everyone, for tuning um, in. We love being here on KAKU 88.5. We love being on Spotify. After the Biscuits and Gravy Show, they play, I don't know, reggae or, or something amazing. Uh, today's show is underwritten in part by... Gary Coleman's coal-burning furnaces. What you talking about, furnace? And Sylvester Stallone's Speech Therapy Center for when your speech skills are a little rocky. And also by Most Deaf's hearing aids. Get less deaf with Most Deaf. They're black on both sides. And also by Maggie Gyllenhaal's bras. Don't be a saggy Gyllenhaal. Don't be a saggy Gyllenhaal. Voted Uh Best Supporting Actress. Mm -hmm. All right, let's get into spoiler alert, guys. You ready for a little spoiler alert? Oh, yeah. So... Of course, we can't have a spoiler alert without talking about F9 coming out June 25th. Mm. Oh, we're doing this? Yeah, <laughs> this is how I feel. No, this uh, just our... F9, our, of course, is not the is keyboard you fast- press when your parents are in the be- bedroom. <laughs> More like F this nine. So yeah. you're talking about Fast and the Furious. Fast and the Furious, the ninth installment in the... Well, it's te- if you don't count Hobbs and Shaw, which is technically part of the universe, but not part of the Fast franchise. Yeah, universe. Um, I love it. And also, they're bringing back Han, because for a while, they were doing... Wow, you guys really don't care about this. No. Right. Rick and Morty Season five's coming out. You can yeah, talk no, about Father's 20th. Day, that's a good gift. June, ooh, ooh, ooh. June 20th, Rick they're and Morty Season 5. They're doing a Fast and the five. Furious 11, or they go back in time to World War Two, and it's called Fast and the Furious. I liked it. And they just steal a bunch of Volkswagens and kill Hitler. It's great. <laughs> it's fantastic. Just like the Italian job. Yeah! That movie didn't show any nudity, and I didn't like it. The Italians also 
Gross. Fans of uh, the Fuhrer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one talks about that. We always, just... we always crap on Germany for that, but, like, Italy was, like, a terrible, terrible place. And Absolutely. Yeah. I think Italy... Stalin killed almost as many people. I think Italy's stance on the war was just ruled by its own expediency. Like, when they were like, okay, you know, it's in our best interest to be fascist, then they were, and then they're like, oh, now it's in our best interest to not get bombed by all the Americans. So. Yep, so they switched sides. Yeah. What, what if there was an Italian at Hogwarts, and he's like, hey, what is this thing, some kind of a golden snitch over here? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, I love it. You didn't see nothing a dab around. Hey, that's why Italians don't like Jehovah's Witnesses, because Italians don't like any witnesses. Hey, hey yo. Oh, Lordy. Hot potato. Uh, you ever watch uh, Handmaid's Tale? Uh, Pauline does. Okay, yeah, Handmaid's Tale I season four it was a show too, has been show. has yeah. been pretty good this season. Spoiler alert: in the most recent episode, she finally escaped from Gilead. Ooh. So now it's a, a battle to see if she can get her daughter out and coming to grips with the survivor's guilt of actually getting out. I don't like the way her face looks. Yeah, me either. I I, I don't know why it just bugs me. El- Elizabeth Moss was never that good looking to begin with, and, no, and now paste. she has. <laughs> okay, it's just putting it out there. Um, also on Hulu, there's a documentary called The Orange Years. I don't know if you've seen this. Oh, yeah, the Nickelodeon documentary. Yeah, Good but watch. It if, was a fun time. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. So if you if you grew up watching Nickelodeon, as we as most of the listeners of the show probably did, check out The the Orange Years on Hulu. It was a really fun documentary. They made a really good uh, point to leave out Dan Schneider. All <laughs> 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 right. Uh, another really good documentary that just came out, apparently Purdue, that made OxyContin. Knew it was going to be terribly addictive. No. And didn't care about the entire destruction it did to America. Goodness. Who would have thought that a big corporation wouldn't care about killing and getting millions and millions of people addicted and starting the biggest opioid crisis the universe has ever seen? And, not and only the government they... also doesn't give a crap about anybody. You don't, you don't know Who would have thought? Not only did they know about it ahead of time, but then also they were facing like all this criminal charges and massive class action lawsuits and I, I believe it was the Bush administration came along and said that eh, we don't have to worry about that and then just kind of dismissed the entire case well the Bush administration also really revved up for-profit prisons and it's really hard to arrest people for being poor so what's better than that is you get people addicted to drugs then you arrest them for being addicted to drugs right yeah, it's a pretty, it's a pretty solid plan. Yeah, I don't see any, anything wrong with his logic? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a really good documentary about the war on drugs and how it has just been used to keep people down and disenfranchise minorities. It's called <laughs> you uh, don't say. It's called the house I live in. I yeah. believe really great documentary. If you haven't seen that, check so guys, that out. if you're struggling with addiction, uh, make sure to blame the Republicans uh-huh. and then reach <laughs> out and get some help, man. Drugs are super fun. I don't know why we're getting mad at people for being drug addicts. Drugs are cool. It's a tight it sucks to get addicted, dude. You gotta, we're sorry, it's it a sucks, very, man. It's a very fine line you got to walk between having fun doing drugs and getting addicted. So unless be you're careful. ugly and ask me for money, then I'm gonna crap on do you. Do drugs, but do them responsibly. What, if, what about instead of a documentary, it's a Doc Brown documentary? He's like, Marty, I'm in a movie, and it's talking about interviews. All right, I love it. Yeah. Have, did you guys see the Friends reunion? Is it on? Is it on already? It's on HBO. Uh, I I thought it was going to be like a reunion episode. No, it's yeah, just talking about it, right? No, yeah, I didn't even know this. It's just the the cast getting back together and talking about the show and their memories of the show. Yeah, I, I was like, I don't want to watch it. I wanted to see like a reunion episode. Yeah, yes. like that's what I wanted to see. That's what, and I was like, because their kid would be like seventeen years old by now. 
Yeah, so I was like watching it, and I'm like, okay, this is probably just like the pre, like the prelude to the actual episode where they yeah. have like Jennifer Aniston and Ross, and they're like talking and stuff like that. And then, but then I'm like, wait a second, this isn't an episode; it's just them talking. And then James Cor- James Corden shows up halfway. Ew. Through. I'm like, what is? What is this? They didn't have any hamsters in the original. It was, was just like, a monkey, yeah. This didn't have to be an hour and 45 minutes. Did they bring oh, the wow. duck and the chick back? It was an hour and 45 minutes? Yeah. That's a lot of friends. It was completely <laughs> unnecessary. God, friends are so stupid. So, I mean, I kn- I was never really a Friends fan in the first place. you're an intellectual. But I was like, I'll watch dumb. the reunion episode. because yeah. you know TV's it, fun. Yeah, because TV's fun. Well, not that TV. Well, it was on HBO, so I had high hopes for it because Seinfeld did a semi-reunion. Oh, and they yeah, did the Curb. show in the show inside Curb, and that was amazing. That was great. And yeah. they, they they also the one thing I didn't like about that was they tried to lampshade uh, Michael Richards saying the N word, and it's yeah. like, dude, can we not address that if we're gonna do a Seinfeld reunion? Let's just pretend that didn't happen. Why? It's hilarious. Just uh, say you're sorry and move on. The only good thing that don't try to rationalize Michael it. Richard saying the N word when he was trying to be a stand-up comedian is the South Park episode about it is killer. Oh yeah, the N word guy. And we cannot talk too much about it on KKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. But go check out that South Park episode that makes fun of it. And guys, stop being racist, everybody. It's okay? not fun. Yep, <laughs> don't do it. Just there's reasons to hate everybody. But do it because they love friends, not because of the color of their skin. Yeah. And if yeah. you're a stand-up comedian, don't say the N-word on stage. Right. Yeah. Especially I mean, if, if you're, you're Chris white. Rock, Chris Rock can do it, but that's about it. Yeah. He's, he's like the only one. Even if they're Micronesian. Okay? We got to put that out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just don't do it, guys. Don't do it, guys. That was <laughs> not <laughs> cool. Very specific. So that's good. Wrap it up. Anything else for spoiler alert? Uh, you're a Star Wars guy, right? Big Star as Wars guy? As much as anyone is. Okay. Okay, I'm currently watching Rebels. Spoiler alert, Darth Maul finally gets killed by Obi-Wan <gasps> in, like, season three of Rebels. No. So it, this guy was just lingering forever. Darth Maul refused to die for so long. and Didn't he get chopped in half? He gets chopped in half in, like, episode one, the movie. Yeah. But then, like, they never officially say that he's dead, and then he shows back up in the Clone Wars cartoon and then he he makes it through the entire Clone Wars cartoon, and then he shows back up again in Rebels, and then they finally killed him in Rebels. Does he have like uh like the spider legs from a Wild Wild West? He does uh, when he first shows up in <laughs> okay. cl- in Clone Wars. <laughs> That's fun. But, that movie was so terrible. But dude. then he gets regular Love legs. I loved it. He gets regular legs at some point. Jim West, Desperado, Rough Rider. No, you don't want Nato. Loveless. Yo, I'm loving this Buffalo Soldier. Look, it's like I told you. And it damns with ass in distress. We out of that dress when she meets Jim West. Come on, Wild Wild West. <laughs> that movie killed Kevin oh, Klein's man. career. Mm. He was in so much before that movie and then afterward, not much. Emperor's Club was after that, I believe. Mm, I think it was filmed before, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then there's also, uh, for the Star Wars fans, there's a new series, a new animated series called Bad Batch that just came out a couple weeks ago. It's about a bunch of uh, drug addicts at Kalamba Park. They <laughs> smoked a Bad Batch. <laughs> and then Where did they get the light bulb from? That's what I want to know. You can find a light bulb. I mean, Ace Hardware, I yeah, guess. Yeah, they got, I don't they got know. two bucks. Yeah, light bulbs aren't that expensive. And then there's also an Ahsoka a TV series live action starring Rosario Dawson that's coming out, and Ewan, they got Ewan McGregor back to play Obi Wan for the live action Obi Wan series. So oh, sick. yeah, there's a lot of good Star Wars content coming out soon. So if you're a Star Wars fan, never been a better time to be a Star Wars fan. Sweet. 
All right, yeah. you want to do some a quick conspiracy cookbook? The quickest, bro. Set do we even have time? Co- Grab co- the tinfoil hats co- and let's do a quick, quick conspiracy cookbook right here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. We're sitting now with comedian extraordinaire Sonny Dennis. Yeah, what's up? And Vincent Fody, thank you so much for joining me in the Biscuit Bunker. I'm the host of the Biscuits and Gravy Show, Chuck Sauce, and we just want to remind our listeners that our show is underwritten in part by lovely, community-minded celebrity sponsors like Cindy Crawford's Mole Sauce. You got a little something on your face. And also by James Brown's Scrotal Transplant Center. Papa's got a brand new bag. It's a man's world down at James Brown's Scrotal Transplant Center. And who could forget Glenn Close's closets? Looking for the best closets? You're getting close. And also by Johnny Depp's glasses, the best perception is debt perception. And today's show, of course, wouldn't have been possible without support from Kim Kardashian's sunscreen. Nobody knows more about getting pounded by rays than Kim Kardashian. And, of course, Benedict Cumberbatch's rehab clinic for when you've been addicted. <laughs> and, of course, by Benedict Cumberbatch's eggs. Make your eggs Benedict. And also, Benedict Cumberbatch's umbrella patches. Got a leaky umbrella? Don't just patch it up. Cumberbatch it up. And who could forget Benedict Cumberbatch's pack mules? Get uncumbered. <laughs> Unencumbered. Yeah, sure. All right, so for Conspiracy Cookbook, uh, wh- what do you want to talk about? Bill Gates killing people in England or China's artificial moon? China's artificial moon. Guys, everyone that's tuned into the Biscuits and Gravy Show, the true truthers of the universe, the smartest people in the world, we all know on the Biscuits and Gravy Show, whether you're a biscuit boy, a gravy gal, you or a biscuit You know Chuck's theater, passionate about something when he stands up. Yeah. I am standing up, everybody. We know how much everybody. effort it takes for Chuck to stand up. He's the world die. is lying to us, okay? The New World Order, Agenda 21, we are all being indoctrinated to believe all these fake truths, everybody, okay? We like all the moon know that the real. world is shaped like a biscuit, and the nooks and the crannies make the holes for the lizard people to live in. Of course. And I know that I've said this before, we've gone a deep dive on it, but the moon, baby, the moon, I've always believed is hollow. We've all we've already covered on the Biscuits and Gravy show ad nauseum that the moon is fake. Yes. So, what <laughs> better way to prove the wor- the moon and that being the moon fake was manufactured? Shape shifting we... demonoid lizard people. If aliens from Beta Five can make the moon fake, okay, what will the Chinese do next? Is the moon fake like it's made of paper mache, or like it like talks smack about you to your friends behind your back? Mm, it's hollow, kind of and it's uh, actually an old base for the lizard people to get here. Okay. Yeah, and also it does me. talk smack on people behind its back. Uh-huh. That's the that's, that's the actually dark the dark side of the moon. Side of the moon. <laughs> yeah. um, so, mm, China, you're glowing right now. China had a plan. Uh, this was back a couple years ago. They had a plan where they wanted to put an artificial moon into orbit, so it will help with energy costs by lighting up the night sky. And so they it's going to be like a giant moon satellite. That was well, going the moon to, is a satellite, bro. Uh, yeah, the moon is a orbit. satellite, so it was going to be a giant moon satellite that was closer in orbit, and then it would reflect the sun's rays and help light up the night sky around China, so that even in places where they don't have like night, uh, like street lights and stuff like that at nighttime, you know, you can still kind of see, and it won't be complete darkness all the time. Some people are saying that it could be. I mean, in Star Wars. We saw them building a giant moon-like thing, but it turned out to be the Death Star. Uh-huh. So some people are concerned that Death it, Star Noodle that it might be a giant Death Star that China is putting up there. But I think it's it's kind of like the opposite of Mr. Burns when he wants to block out the sun. Yeah, they want to put a giant thing in the sky to actually light up the night. Bill Gates actually talked about doing something similar. But here's the question: If China does it and it's floating in orbit, is this going to be giving light to other people at night? Like, how's it going to work? Yeah, it's going to it's going to reflect the same way that the moon reflects 
you it reflects the sun's light. Yeah. Even though it's at nighttime, the sun's on the other side of the earth, but the moon is in a position where it can reflect light onto us. Yeah. So it would be like, you know, when you know when there's a full moon, you can walk around at nighttime and it's exactly. not completely dark. I also turn into a werewolf. Yes. So I run around. Exactly. So that it would be work on that same principle. You would turn into a badger if anything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a honey badger? Yeah. I, I could see Chuck I'm more as a honey a badger. Human. We all know that. What about so what about instead of RL Stein? It's R.L. Palestine. <laughs> All right. You ready for Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo? More than ever, everybody. See how I set up that smooth transition where I can just cut out everything you guys just said? You transition know it. Transition where you cut it out? Oh, oh Lordy. Cut it out. Am I right, I guys? I love that. I had an abortion joke, but I cut it out. You know what I mm. mean? Oh. Uh, I don't like abortion wow, jokes. They make me feel empty inside. Oh, Lordy. I can't believe you would steal Rhonda Hansen's joke. No, she sold for me, man. Wow. <laughs> I pulled her aside. She got very angry. Mm. Thanks for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Today's show is proudly presented in part by Helen Hunt's Rifles. Her rifles are as good as it gets. And Dwayne Johnson's Whole Food Seafood. <laughs> it isn't a rock. It's, it's a, a rock, rock lobster. lobster. Do, you Do you smell, smell what, what the, the rock, rock is cooking? Cook. And also by Steven Tyler's hand-carved arrows. When you need quality arrows, trust in Aerosmith. Well, it's time for the Biscuits and Gravy Show to come to an end. The gravy train is about to come back in Biscuit Station. We got listeners from all over the country asking us these questions, Vincent Fodi. All right. I love doing it. I love being spot on, and I hope there's no sports-related questions today. Spot on on Spotify. Ooh, hey yo. All right. Our first question comes from Marina in Seattle, Washington. Hey. Marina wants to know, what is the name of the airport in Paris? What's Charles de Gaulle Airport? Charles de Gaulle is correct. Oh, my. Who was Charles de Gaulle? He was like a general or something? Yeah. Or was yep. he like a president? No, he was a, he was a Or was he, he was both like guy. Napoleon? Yeah. It's not, not called the Eiffel Tower Airport? No. No? no. Okay, wow. No. How is Charles de Gaulle Airport? You've been there, yeah? So, yeah, I got stuck there for 19 hours. And I'll, I don't know how it is, but basically if you buy a banh mi sandwich, it is both wet and crumbly at the same time. And when you eat it, the staff will vacuum up as you eat. So I'm like eating my sandwich, and they were like, like waiting for effective. me to vacuum. Yeah, it <laughs> sounds very efficient. Yeah, it's full service. Mm-hmm. I love bonnies. They're so good. So that Tom Hanks movie, where it's he like a, it's like a Thai version of a hoagie. I love it for people man. that don't know what bonnies are. I like bonnies. Hey Hello. All right, our second question comes from Chris in Paia. He wants to know who founded CNN. Oh, this is easy. Ted Turner. Yeah. Ted Turner is correct. Who also created the show Captain Planet. He's our hero. Gonna put pollution down to zero. You do not have a lot of rhythm. You really messed up that second time. I you don't have a lot of rhythm. Karaoke. I'm the whitest person in the universe, and I appreciate it. Also, uh, I think he... Like also, he's our powers magnified, and he's fighting on the planet's side. Captain Planet. He really is a hero. Talk about harmful pedagogy, am I right? Oh, Lord. All right, our third question. <laughs> Actually... Turner Classic Movies. Oh, yeah? Is there any better thing than being a rich guy that owns, like, a cable network and it's just like, I'm just going to make a, a channel that plays movies that I like. Yeah. Because yep. I, I like it. old movies. He's also the first guy that started a super station. You remember that? TBS, the super station. The super. Hey, you know, no, TBS, characters bro. welcome. That's mm-hmm. why I like TBS. That's USA. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Characters welcome is USA. No. Yeah. That is was back, it? Yeah, it was back when they had Monk and Psych and... Uh, that burn, not, yeah, burn notice. That was, yeah, uh, that was characters uh, welcome. Uh, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Our third question is always a sports question because, as you know, sports is Chuck's Achilles hoof. Sports are stupid. Um, I can help you, buddy. Yeah. 
this question, I have a feeling Sonny's going to be able to help. Our third question comes from Danny in L.A. He wants to know, who are the Celtics currently playing in the NBA playoffs? Oh, you got this, baby. Um, Cooking and roll with the... Who's the Miami Heat? No, man, it's the Brooklyn boys. Oh, you really tried to help me out, and I yeah. totally lost it. Uh, I know. Can you give me the n- the actual name of the basketball team? Do you know the name of the team? They are from Brooklyn. They used to be in New Jersey. <laughs> Nothing but... <laughs> yeah. I think that sounds pretty good to me. Just give them the answer. Yeah, it's Nets. The Nets? The yes. Brooklyn Nets. Oh, All right. I should know. And oh. thanks to the help from good friend Sonny Dennis, you got three out of three. Oh, yeah. And that also means that that's the end of our show. Oh, no. Oh, man. oh, what a great time we had here. It's so good to have you back in the studio with us, even though we're not in the studio technically, Sonny. But we're bl- in the biscuit it, bunker. It feels like we're in a studio. We're so professional in this child's room that we're in right now. <laughs> Just because I have a lot of like cartoons and toys stu- and toys, all right, I don't really have a you have rebuttal framed for <laughs> photos of South Park characters. <laughs> There's not one photo of you and your family members in here. There's a picture of me. Yeah. And oh yeah. Okay, that's not really a picture of me. That's a that's a is that your face? That's my face wow. photoshopped onto a hunky guy calendar. So your gift to your girlfriend was taking the Hawaiian hunky guy calendars and photoshopping, and photoshopping my face onto face it, on oh my. and she loves it. I'll Ooh, tell you baby. that much. It's a very Merry Christmas. Thanks for making the Biscuits and Gravy Show a part of your life. Thanks for liking, subscribing us. Visit our website, a website I totally own called GravyWars.com. Vincent Fody, I could not do the show without you. You are the bomb.com. Sonny Dennis, thanks for joining us in the Biscuits and Gravy Show today. Of course, make sure you check me out at Sunny Days 808 and the Sunny Side Podcast with Sunny oh, yeah. Dennis. Support your local comedy scene. Watch all the good comedy shows. And we'll see you next week. Same biscuit time, same gravy place. And from me to you, hello. Oh, ha 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 ha! Boop, 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 boop.